In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Good morning, Cleveland. It's a victory Monday, and I'm here with three British guys who are all hungover. Introducing Blast from the Past, Dan Davis. Dan, how are you? I'm good, man. Hungover, but all good. Victory Monday. Excellent. As you can see, there's lots of energy on this podcast, <laughs> nice and early. And I'm also here with Irish superstar, Neil from Two Green Men. Two Green Browns. Two Green Leprechauns. In the room from Galway. Neil, how are you? I'm good. I'm <laughs> strained. I think it's how I put it today, but I'm happy with a victory. Yeah, guys, I'll give you a warning now. If you want energy and you want stats and analytics, this is not the podcast for you. But anyway, so uh, starting straight away, Dan, I'm going to ask you, how do you think the, the Browns did? What do you think their uh, score, let's start with the offence, what do you reckon a score out of 10 for the offence would be? Uh, so I'm going to go for a six and a half. We can't do half, so six. Find six. It's going to be a six. Like, I still thought we could have done better. The fact that it took seven, well, we had eight attempts on the one-yard line and we still couldn't push it in. If we had scored that, I would have gave it maybe a seven or an eight. Neil, what would you have given it? I'd be much the same as well. I was, uh, I, um, I lost it when um, when Baker had that uh, that little pop pass to Cream uh, Hunt. Um, I thought that that was uh, it was shocking play calling and so on, and it really kind of it left an indelible mark in my mind for for the game. But I was delighted that that was a uh, that fumble was overturned. Um, obviously, that was the turning point of the game. But I think I give it a six as well. Um, it was a, it was a lot cleaner than what we've seen. No turnovers. Baker had a had a pretty decent passing rating. I think it was one or two. Um, passing rating, you know, so there's, there's, there's green shoots recovery with regards to the offense and it looked a bit better against a formidable defense as well. We had no turnovers and the penalties were, were reduced as well. So, you know, that's what we can kind of ask for. It's a good starting point. I've got to say, Neil, that was definitely the turning point in the game, in the stadium. We didn't really understand what the fumble and I personally just thought it was, uh, we've lost the game at that point and on Twitter live, I know some of the beat writers were saying, hang on a minute, I think it was a fumble and we got a chance this. And uh, yeah, a lot of people left the stadium at that point. I think there's still five minutes to go. Mm. And uh, yeah, absolutely buzzing with the uh, turnaround and then obviously getting the victory. But to give it a number myself, I was going to go with a very optimistic eight. But as I'm outnumbered, we stay with a uh, six. I saw a very interesting piece as well. Nick Chubb was, was pivotal. Um, he was really like he was. He had a superb game, over 100 yards rushing again, and he was. He just looks every inch, you know, that all-worldly uh, rusher as well. And he joins Jim Brown as the only player to have 900 yards after nine games for the Browns. So uh, he's in lofty, in lofty esteem with, with with great players like like Jim Brown. And Cream Hunt came in. They sprinkled him around four four attempts. I think he had um, for a meager amount of yards, but um, he played and he was he was lined up an awful lot, and there was two some two running back sets, and it was it was interesting to see how they, they used him. But he's impressive. also a best pass catching running back at seven targets. Yeah. Uh, so going forward, that's going to be really really good. 
Wow, you two are like analytical wizards <laughs> over there with all your stats. But yeah, uh, I've got to say, as a fan in the stadium, I felt that Hunt just gave us another dimension and looked great. And besides that crazy fumble, it looked like a good connection with Baker. Yeah, well, as well we could say about Higgins, because they not played well. Well, not played at all, really, the last few games. And to get the game-winning touchdown is perfect. Hopefully, we'll see that more. Yeah, question I'll ask either of you guys is, it didn't feel like I saw Higgins out there at all until that catch. Was he out there before or not? Uh, I'm not going to lie. I have no idea. I um, saw him in the huddle and, and yeah, the screen there once. a few times. Yeah. But it was his only, it was his, it was only reception. It was only his reception. Yeah. Okay. But if, he, if he only catches touchdowns, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I don't care if he's on the field just to catch the touchdown. I mean, he, me. The last year, he was Mayfield's like best receiver. Yeah. So, hopefully we see it more. Like, obviously, Callaway was out. don't know, fully know why, but... Yeah, I know that uh, Freddie said afterwards that it's between him and himself. So, uh, yeah, let's watch his space here. It revolves, it evolves this week. Moving on to the defence. Dan, as a uh, DC yourself, what would you have given you that out of 10? I would have given 8 out of 10. Um, this game, we needed to reduce the running back. So, Singletree and Frank Gore somehow still playing. Uh, we kept him to under 8 yards, so 8 out of 10. We only got one sack, uh, but John Thomas, who hardly ever plays, got his first start and uh, first sack. So, well done to him. Neil, how did you, what number are you going to go with? I liked the defence. I liked, uh, it, it was it was kind of one of those games, in the moment, sometimes you're like, you're cursing, you're cursing certain plays, but overall, I think they played very well. You know, Greedy Williams and, and, and Denzel Ward was immense yesterday. I felt he was, he was brilliant. Uh, he just seemed to show up for everything. Um, it was way different, this being my first time in First Energy, it was way different watching the game live. I could see so much more, and, and to the guys who were beside me, I do apologise. <laughs> I was very very overly excited, but he didn't really mind, because it was his kid's first game at the Browns as well, so uh, we made a pact to say that we've come to every game now, because we're lucky charms, but the, um, the, the, the defence was, it was good. Um, Demaryius Randall was, uh, was a good rock to have back there, himself and Morgan Burnett. Um, looked looked for all the world like two NFL safeties and a nice safety partnership. They had the most solo tackles um, yesterday between the two of them, and uh, I think Denzel Ward really shot, really stuck out for me. Also, you saw an awful lot of tacky tacky. He was in there quite a lot yesterday, and um, you know he had two tackles. But hopefully, that's something that we see more of going forward as tacky tacky its inclusion into the um, into the starting lineup. Yeah, I think eight's a good number as well. My only f- feedback is it felt like at times. Our defence just wasn't coming on and just just smashing them in the, in that first drive. Um, it seems to always be the Buffaloes kept on moving up the uh, field quite a lot. So, uh, but at the end of the day, we got the win and the defence did a job. So, uh, yeah, I think eight is a uh, fair number. Special teams, Dan? Nine out of ten. Uh, coming into the season, I can't believe we thought that was going to be our worst position and the fact he's gone, Cybert's gone 16 for 16. And then the Scottish Hammer, once again, punning into the 10-yard line all the time, 9 out of 10. If it wasn't for that missed extra point, I'd say 10 out of 10. There was one muff punt from Hilliard as well. Uh, Hilliard muffed the catch oh, yeah, of the punt, yeah. and we lost about 15 yards. He recovered it again. But, uh, yeah, he was lucky to re- recover that also. But, uh, yeah, and the missed extra point. I'd probably go with maybe about 7, yeah, but it's, uh, you know, it was, once again, the guys that we needed, the guys who can score us points, or the guys who can really affect the game, like uh, Aston Seibert and, and, and Jamie Gillen, as you mentioned, they were immense and outstanding as well, and we're so lucky to have such a stable, 
special teams core like that and well done Mr. Prefer again once again yeah he even got a mention in the stadium didn't he yeah yeah, was, yeah. for salute service yeah it was nice yeah you can't okay you can't fault the special teams but yeah, I think the nine's a very solid number and uh, it's great to just to watch this this season versus the last two three seasons of pure hell with the special teams and it could be the difference why we won yesterday if we had the old special teams uh, coach it could be in a game we could have easily lost but to be fair that game at some points in the fourth quarter could have gone 50-50 either way to be fair uh, I'm not going to lie when um, it was the, like, we were fourth time it was the eighth time we were trying to get a one yard line I was screaming for a field goal like, if you can't go eight times and get one yard just, just kick the three points I'm, Defending Freddie, surely his percentage clock was going. If I try next time, it come in as like a gamble. Yeah. It, you know, just one more time, it's going to come in like a roulette yeah. gambling addict addict, just sitting there going, mm, "Come on, the percentage has got to go this time. It's got to go this time." But eight times yeah. from the one yard line, yeah, something's got to change. Something's got to happen better because if that was a playoff game or a, uh, against a real tough opponent. You know, we should be uh, hammering that in, yeah. especially when you get the when you get the extra set of downs for. Uh, I think they went offside, and uh, you know, obviously we couldn't move the ball forward because it was it was on the one yard line. It was fourth and one. We get an extra set of downs. You know, he was right to go for it, but I, not not the next time we got the fourth down. I don't think I would have gone for it. You know, he, especially he's coaching aggressively. It's his thing, but um, you know, it didn't affect the game in the end. But if it did, he would have had a lot of questions to answer. Great. Well. As we're all hungover, let's talk about the, the weekend. Neil, it's been your first experience in the Muni lot in Cleveland. Mm -hmm. Tell us about some of your highlights. Oh, everything has been fantastic. I love this. I, I love the city. The city, I just kind of got a good, nice little kind of homely feeling about the city. The people are just amazing. The tailgate yesterday was superb. It was, I found it overwhelming at the start, um, but, you know, I don't know whether alcohol was a great equaliser. I was able to get into a chat to people and, and, and speak to some superb fans and, you know, really uh, re really chat about the game. Um, I think uh, probably my highlight, Paul, and it's not just because I'm sitting here with you, is we rented electric scooters and we took a tour of the city. And I really enjoyed that myself and Paul. We went around to all the different tailgating spots and just had a look in maybe about seven. It was about seven, half seven yesterday morning. And I really enjoyed getting to see the city into, just as it was waking up. And uh, you know, and and see see how the how the tailgate set up and the people's loyalty and commitment to to following the Browns. So uh, in the stadium, it was, it was really good. Like there isn't a bad seat in the house. Uh, the viewing vantage points were superb, um, and you know they put on a good show. The Browns certainly put on a good show. There's nothing like it in Ireland. I'll tell you that much. There's nothing like it in Ireland. Yeah, Dan, you've got a great winning record being a Browns fan. Talk us through it. Uh, so that's my third game in America. Uh, we've won all three, Falcons, uh, Broncos, and now the Pills. Hopefully I'll add Steelers to that uh, on Thursday. Um, my highlights were tailgate, like massive thank you to Kelly for organizing that, Howie, Norman, um, and also to the Struggle Bus. Uh, if anyone's seen that video of us imitating the Bills, uh, you need to go on Twitter and watch that. Uh, I hope that guy is okay. He did not look good in the video. But otherwise, love yesterday. It wasn't cold. We won. Bring it all on Thursday as well. Yeah, I've got to say, it's great being back in Cleveland. My winning rate is not as high as you two. 
think hundred. I'm sitting next to two hundred percent winning fans <laughs> in Cleveland or America, and uh, yeah, I, I ditched the kilt to try to change the luck of going back to my British shorts, and yeah, we got the victory. But I think this season in America, I'm sitting at three losses and two wins. But you know, I can't be the unlucky charm. Got to blame the Browns sometimes for these things. And um, yeah, I just want to say um, it's been an absolute great. Um, 24 hours or 36 hours since we've been here. Uh, Apologise, we haven't really got into the food yet. It's been mainly drinking, and that's going to change today. I want to try and get off the booze and start experiencing more of Cleveland's food. And uh, yeah, we're off to Hall of Fame today, which is going to be super exciting. Uh, and hopefully, get some video footage of that so for people who've never been, they can start to see what it's like and experience it. And uh, <clears throat> yeah. Bring on, bring on the victory on uh, on Thursday. Uh, Dan, what do you think the uh, score is going to be on Thursday? Their defense is legit, probably the best in the league. But if we can play as well today, maybe ooh, uh seventeen ten Browns. Seventeen ten, okay. They're on a they're on a four game winning streak, and they've got. Like if you look at their they're running, they're playing teams, they're only I think they only have Baltimore that has a winning record uh left. Um they're a viable contender for sneaking a playoff a playoff uh, stay, 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 spot, should I say. I'm um I'd love to stay around for it. I'm in active negotiations with my with my other half to try and stay around for the game, but it's not going too well. Um with regards to the to the scoring, I I think it's gonna. Ha- I think we're gonna we're gonna have to scrape it out. I don't think it's gonna be a, a classic for all the ages. And I think your 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 prediction was pretty good. I'll go maybe slightly higher scoring game at twenty four seventeen. I think uh, Browns win twenty four seventeen. Um, but I think we're gonna have to scrape it out. I'm gonna go with a, a crazy prediction. I'm gonna go with a real high scoring game. I'm gonna go with thirty five thirty four. Even if that's possible, but I don't know my maths with both of these defenses. Yeah, yeah I think it's going to uh, just going to be a crazy gunslock divisional battle that's going to be absolutely uh, amazing. But guys, we're going to go back to bed and survive this Victoria Monday. We're all in a bad way. Apologise for the alcohol breath on your screen today because we are absolutely stinking of booze and uh, yeah go Browns and we're absolutely delighted that we came over got the win and uh, big shout out to everyone at the stadium yesterday uh, one of our friends had a, had a stroke and uh, the, the staff got the uh, guy out and he's doing well so just thank every all the staff at the First Energy Stadium and uh, go Browns uh, I met with Eric Metcalf yesterday Tretter's dad and I'll be talking about some of them stories and experiences during the week. So uh, come on, the Browns. Let's get another victory on Thursday. Let's go, Browns. Go, Browns. Go Browns.